Welcome to the Voice of Revival. The heart of this program is to call God's people to repentance and proclaim that the kingdom of heaven is at hand. We are watchmen sounding the alarm. Isaac with the VOR Radio Show. Thank you for joining me today. This We're back with a brand new year, brand new series of programs that are going to reflect what is taking place in the days that we're living in. We have some great news that we're going to be sharing later on at the end of this program. But today, I have a powerful word that I want to share. I don't know about you, but it seems like sometimes that God puts something in your heart and it expands and you have to share it. You have to tell somebody this news. It's like the Lord gave me this word, just said, speak no matter what. Speak. Tell the truth no matter what, no matter what, no matter the ridicule, no matter the persecution, no matter the slander, no matter the accusations, no matter what people say and what, no matter what people do, even to the point it doesn't even matter who listens to you. Isn't that what, when you really bring truth, not many people want to hear it. Not many people want to heed it because the truth either makes you want to change or the truth makes you want to run. I want to share this with you. I don't know about you, but it becomes discouraging when there's no response to what you're saying. I sometimes sense that the VOR speaks against and goes against the grain of popular or pop Christianity. It's not what most are saying. And in fact, some would say that what is being said here is too extreme. Can can you imagine what went through the minds of the Old Testament prophets or the apostles, or the generals of faith that followed the Lord no matter what. Think about prophets like Jeremiah and Isaiah, that the Lord said that they are called to speak against sin, warn and call people to repentance, and despite their message, many would not listen to them, and yet the Lord said, you must speak it no matter what. I really sense that's a word for somebody that you are facing this crossroads. Many are saying you need to stop what you're doing because it's not popular. Stop speaking what is not popular. And join the bandwagon. Talk about this cheap grace message or talk about the goodness of God and His grace and His mercy and just talk about how good He is. He's a loving Father. Yes, He's also a jealous God. He's also a God who rebukes and corrects and disciplines us because he loves us. And to dismiss the severity of the Lord, I really sense that we've lost the fear of the Lord. We lost the severity. We've lost that understanding that he is also a God of judgment. We don't want to believe that, that there's going to be judgment. At the same time, yes, there's revival and there's great awakening, but at the same time, there's an apostasy and there's judgment and there's things that need to be corrected. We need to rebuke. We need to discern. We need to point the fingers at those who are not speaking truth and expose it. Most people want to be good people, but I'm telling you, the fight, Let me. I'm going to be very blunt and frank with you. The fight is not coming from outside. The fight is not coming just from the culture. It's not just coming from the secular world. You know what the fight is? 
You know where the division is? It's inside. It's Christians against Christians. Theology against theology. Doctrine against doctrine. Denominations against denominations. And this is what's called the civil war in the church. I'm telling you, I'm speaking prophetically. The last program I did was called the Spirit of Prophecy, the Awakening of the Spirit of Prophecy. And I sense that the Spirit of Prophecy is going to start coming on the true watchmen, the true servants of the Lord, those who understand what the Lord is saying and not afraid to speak it. If we look at Scripture, Jeremiah chapter 26, 1 verse 3, Matthew chapter 10, verses 10 through 12, 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 2, Acts chapter 4, verse 18, in the book of Ephesians, Jeremiah 1, 7 through 8, Luke chapter 21, verses 12 through 15. We're going to go back and we're going to look at these because this is what many people desire. You want a word for 2024? I'm going to give you a word. Speak the word of the Lord no matter what. You must speak the truth no matter what. How many in scripture were faced with opposition? Many. What really perplexes me is that the opposition came from their own people, not from the culture. God's people persecuted one another because of the word of the Lord concerning repentance and turning away from idols and abandonment of the Lord. They didn't like it. It's the same today. Don't tell us to repent. We don't have to repent. We're under grace. Don't tell us to turn from our wicked ways. We are good people. But the Lord says, I see through, I can see what you're doing behind closed doors. I can see what is hidden in your heart. I can see. And the fear of the Lord is coming back because we've lost it. We don't realize that he's a jealous God. He's a God that brings judgment. He's a God that causes us to turn from our wickedness. We don't believe we're wicked, but we are. And we need to turn from our wickedness. This is why let me tell you what is happening. We're seeing a great expose of the body of Christ, leaders and spiritual leaders, and the spotlight is being put on them. And many are being exposed. Many are, are also not only being exposed, many are having to stand up against ridicule and slander and accusations. And we're seeing who truly is going to bear fruit and those who have been hiding things. There can't be anything hidden anymore. God is going to expose those things. It's coming to the light. It's coming to the light. And I'm telling you, this is going to also take place in the charismatic and the Pentecostal and the prophetic movement because we have gotten away from the word of God. We're not speaking the truth no matter what. We're, 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 we're speaking words that the people want to hear. We're speaking words that the, that, that, that tickle our ears and, and just fill us with this fluffy goosebumps and we gotten away from speaking the word of god no matter what and because of that people are living this light christianity i'm telling you i'm on fire today i have the anointing of the spirit of prophecy and i have the anointing of the lord to preach this word no matter what you know someone asks and say well why don't you make videos why don't you go on youtube because I feel and I sense that 
it takes too much to do all of that. I'd rather just get on the microphone and let the Holy Spirit flow. Yes, we're going to have our live shows. Yes, we're going to have all of these different things. But I think sometimes we get distracted with media. We get distracted with social media. We become scrollers. We become those who spend so much time entertaining ourselves and we forget the things that need to be done. I feel an urgency in my spirit to get things done quickly. You know, not only have I done this show, I've recorded also Spanish La Voz y Avivamiento the other day. I'm also working on the Watchmen Report. Um, there's so many things that I need to get done because I've sensed that the time is speeding up. I sense that the Lord is saying, whatever you're going to do, do it now. This is a year of taking action. This is a year of doing the will of the Lord. This is a year of the fulfillment of the things that he spoke to you. But he's looking for people who will get up. Stop wasting time. Stop spending time on things that have no eternal value. This is about reaching the lost. This is about sharing the word of God. And I'm going to tell you this. If it's one person that I reach, that one person is going to tell somebody else. In this coming year, in the years to come, the word of the Lord's going to go forth by what? By word of mouth. We're not just going to get behind our microphones and behind our podcasts and behind our YouTube channels and shows. We're going to get out there and we're going to speak the word of God no matter what. We see that today because that we persecuted our own instead of unifying. We separate and divide. And this has to stop. I gave a prophetic word said, stop the civil war in the church. Stop the civil war in the church. Yet those prophets spoke the word of God. And today we must speak no matter what. But why? The Bible speaks of Ezekiel who was appointed a watchman and was told to bring warning to the people. So why do we warn? Why do we share these things? Because the Lord says, so they are without excuse. There is no excuse when you know the truth. And for you to refuse it, it's your decision. You have a decision. We are not robots. We are not robots. We are not programmed to do it. We have to decide. God gave us free will and said, you decide what you want to do. The watchmen were told to bring warning to the people so they are without excuse. The watchmen had an important role. They were to sound the alarm and warn the people. Not only not only those who followed God, but those who didn't follow God. And they were given the responsibility. And if they didn't sound the alarm, the blood was on their hands. God was going to require of them. And he was going to hold them responsible for not speaking the truth. Wow. Come on. To faithfully watch and warn. A watchman ministry is not something that you're just going to say, man, that's something I desire to be a watchman. Oh, be careful what you say, because it's not all <laughs> it's not all cherry blossoms and roses. It's thorns. It's thistles. It's it's toil. It's being rejected. It's being told that you're too extreme. It's too much. I don't know how many times someone has told me that before, but I continue to keep doing this. Nine years, nine years we have been faithful and doing this program. It's not about fans. It's not about how many people like it. It's not about that. It's about being faithful to the commission that the Lord gave me. And this is the year that it will expand. This is the year that it will go viral. This is the year that it will. Why? Because 
we're behind the scenes and we're just being faithful to what the Lord says. Come on. Look what it says. Romans chapter 10, verses 14 through 21. Romans chapter 10, verses 14 through 21. I, I do have to put some scripture here because we don't do anything unless it lines up with the word of God. Many give you prophetic word, but where is the scripture? Where is the references? If it's coming from their own mind, then realize something that it's going to turn you away from the word of God. Romans chapter 10, verse 14. How can they call on the one they have not believed in? And how can they believe in the one whom they have not heard? And how can they hear without someone preaching to them? And how can anyone preach unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news. How are they going to hear unless someone preaches the word? The preacher is to preach the truth. He's to preach the full counsel of God. He is not to deviate. He's not supposed to put commentary of his own, but he's supposed to bring people to the scriptures and bring them to make a decision. Too many are giving you this, this motivational speech, this lecture, and it's put the church to sleep. It's put the people of God to sleep. And they need to hear a trumpet. They need to hear someone speaking truth. I was listening to a message that I preach in Spanish called, Levántate, actúa y haz la voluntad de Dios. Because we're, 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 this year we have our Spanish voice of revival coming out. We really believe that this is going to touch all of Latin America. But besides that, I heard the message and I felt that the Lord said, I have made you a trumpet. I have made you a shofar, human shofar. And when you speak, either people will listen or people will run away because it's like an alarm. I really sense that this is the wake up call this year. God is waking us up and telling us we can't afford to keep believing lies and deception because great crises are coming. Great tribulations coming. Great persecution is coming. But if you stand up and speak, no matter what, I'm going to be with you. And how does that happen? We need the outpouring of the Holy Spirit to come upon us so that we are clothed from power from on high. That's not just for Pentecost. That's not just for that. Many say that it's not, not for you, not for today. But I'm telling you, I witnessed it this morning as I saw many people in our church get baptized with the Holy Spirit and with fire. This is what we need for us to be bold. And it's going to happen more and more and more. Why? Because God is calling his churches to be houses of prayer. He's calling us to repent. He's calling us to turn to him. Even if we have to fast and seek his face, we're going to have to have a hunger for the word of God. We're going to have to teach the word of God. People don't even know how to defend their faith because they got in the way from God's word. But we need preachers. We need good news preachers of the kingdom. That's another message you're going to hear in 2024 is the return of the message, the good news of the gospel of the kingdom. This is just one word. I mean, I'm telling you, it was before the end of the year and the Lord was just giving me message after message after message, word after word after word. It's going to flow just like water. It's going to flow like a river. It's going to flow like a fountain. This is revival. This is the word of the Lord. Wow. Speak no matter what. 
Why? Because the people would not be left without an excuse that they didn't know. They are without excuse for being spiritually blind and in their sin. So the prophets warned the people that unless they changed their ways and repent, they would encounter destruction. But they mocked. <laughs> they laughed at the prophets who the Lord gave the strength to speak the truth in a time when the truth was belittled. Doesn't it sound like today? Because of the word of the prophets. Is it just like it was in the Old Testament? Does God still bring those kind of prophetic words today? Yes, he does. It's not as intense as before, because if you spoke a false word, you were stoned, you were killed. But thank God for his mercy and grace. Thank God for Christ. Jesus was a prophet. The apostles continued in the ministry of the prophetic. The prophetic cannot be done away with because it's the prophetic that brings fire. It's the prophetic that brings not only discernment, but it also brings correction and rebuke and causes us to start getting back on the right track. Jeremiah was a prophet that was beaten and imprisoned by the rulers of his day because he said what God said. And that didn't go well with the crowd, nor did it go well with the king and his people. But the word of the Lord came to pass and Jeremiah was rescued from the well and remained in the court of the guard until the day Jerusalem was taken captive. Read Jeremiah chapter 37 and 38. You see, yes, Jeremiah suffered persecution. He was handed over to those who refused to listen, and he held fast for speaking no matter what. But God kept him and showed his favor upon Jeremiah's life. The Apostle Paul said that we are to obey God. We are to obey God, then obey man. Let me see. Let me go to the book of Acts, chapter 5, verse 29. Chapter 5, verse 29. The, the, the whole section says the, the apostles are persecuted. And Peter and the other apostles replied, saying, We must obey God rather than human beings, rather than man. We are to obey God rather than man. Why? Because they, they imprisoned them for what? For preaching on Jesus. Not only that, because multitudes were being, being healed through the power of the Holy Spirit. Cripples were being healed. Sick people were being healed. The tormented were being released from unclean spirits. It was an uproar because this is the same thing that happened when Jesus was present. And this same power was coming through the apostles and through the people. And they were seeing the same miracles and wonders that Jesus was doing. And it made them angry. And it was the religious people that imprisoned them. And what did Peter say? Are we to obey man and not God? Look what it says. Let me go to that verse before. Look what it said. Then the captain went from the officers, verse 26, and brought them without violence, for they feared the people lest they should be stoned. Let me go. Let's go to verse 22. So they put them in prison. <laughs> Look at this. Look at this. Acts chapter 5, verse 17. This is why we can't be afraid to speak the truth. If we're going to lead them to Christ, if we're going to preach the gospel, if we're going to tell them the good news, yes, you're going to be persecuted. 
but God is going to send his angelic intervention. I really believe that we're going to start seeing the things that happen in the book of Acts. Right now, our churches, we are taking the time to go through the entire book of Acts, word for word, studying it, getting messages of it. And it was just today when the Lord began to pour out his spirit upon people as we begin teaching and preaching on the Holy Spirit. I'm telling you, we got to get back to Acts. There's a return back to Acts because the church needs that right now. Why? Because great persecution is coming. Great tribulation is coming. I'm telling you with all my heart, with my soul, mind, and strength, I'm not here to regurgitate and tell you something from somebody else. This is the word of the Lord. You must speak no matter what. I want you to take the time and go back and listen to three-part series I did call The Awakening of the Spirit of Prophecy. It was three. It was a three-hour download that the Holy Spirit gave me. He said, I want you to sit down and I want you to write what I say. Because this is, this is going to be a blueprint for the next 10 years of what is going to take place. And one of the things he said was, we're going to have to speak no matter what. So I'm telling you, from that prophetic word, all of these messages came about. Because the anointing of the Lord is there to speak the truth. We have to speak no matter what. We cannot be silent we cannot hold back. We cannot fall back and fear man. You need to read the book of Acts. Go to chapter 5. Peter was imprisoned. The angel came and released them. And he said, now go and speak on the streets of Jerusalem. Go and tell the people. And what did they do? Man, they went and put it. They, they, they said, stop preaching in the name of Jesus. And that's when Paul and Peter said, what are we better to do? Are we going to obey man or are we going to obey God? The apostle Peter said, are we to obey God or obey man when things violate scripture? Too many may rather go along, be tolerant and go along and I don't want to cause any friction. I don't want to cause any trouble and go along when we are faced with persecution, ridicule and slander in speaking the truth. But instead of listening, what we're doing, instead of listening to the weeping prophets, they listened to the peace prophets going back to the watchmen. They were ones who told them, don't listen to that crazy prophet. Don't listen to Jeremiah. Don't listen to Isaiah. He doesn't know what he's talking about. We're the prophets of peace and security. And we're saying that we're blessed. We're highly favored. And God is not going to put any of these things on you. And Jeremiah says, who sent you? You weren't sent by the Lord. And the Lord is saying, that, that the Babylonians are coming, and because you will not keep the word of the Lord, you will be taken into captivity. Ooh, those are not things that we want to say anymore. We're afraid. We don't want to offend. But I'm telling you, it's time for the truth to be heard. The Bible says to speak the truth in love. Instead, this is what we're preaching today. God is a God of love. Yes, he is. But we have become unbalanced because all we preach is God is love. But we don't realize God is a God of severity. God is a God of the judgment. God is a God who we need to fear. There needs to become a reverence. We're, we are not reverencing the Lord anymore. He hasn't become the object of our desire. And instead, we put him on our priority list 
further on the bottom. They say God is a God of love. Seduce us and tell us everything is fine in the middle of war. Tell us there is peace and God's blessing. And Jeremiah was told to stay faithful and tell them the truth. How many would have said, no, thank you, Lord. I don't want to be rejected. Let someone else do that. I'm not willing to be persecuted for what, for what I believe. And most people have said, I don't think so. I want to be heard. I don't want to be rejected or unpopular. Yet that is what most people like. What is popular or what we call what is trending. It's few who are interested in truth, and it's the ones who have not been deceived. You know, the ones who are not deceived are those who love the truth. The Bible says that there's going to be a great deception because they refuse to acknowledge the truth. They refuse to hear the truth. The truth will make you free, but there's those who refuse to hear the truth because they rather believe the lie. It's few who are interested in truth. That is why I keep doing this program. If one can be reached, that one will reach others. And if two can be reached, then it multiplies. But I can't hide behind a microphone and share from safety. We need to be out there. I really sense that this is the time of God sending his people out. Not from the from out from the four walls of the church, out of this place of security and safety. We need to get out there, and there's coming a time when the only way to reach people is by word of mouth. Even technology will fail, and the only thing left will be persevering and sharing the word from person to person. Listen to what I am telling you. We have made technology a crutch. We have made social media a crutch, and one day, it will be taken away and you're going to have to share the word of God person to person. We're going to have to make relationships again because now we have become all about making relationships through technology. We're going to have to write things down. I thought about this. I thought about the accounts in scripture, the things in scripture. What if they had not been written down? What if the apostle Paul would have not taken the time to write those letters? and send them out, or John the Revelator, send out the book of Revelation. We would not have them today. And in the digital world, the first media was books. Though it has lost popularity, it still remains an effective way to share a message. It was back years, a few years ago when the Lord gave me this word that you need to preserve your media, to put it on hard copies, disc, thumb drives, the audios, the videos, the written formats, because there would be a massive movement to wipe out any digital media that speaks of the gospel of Jesus Christ. No matter how much you protest and want freedom of speech, there is none because they changed the rules and the social media networks were not created for everyone's view, but for one view. They were not only private companies, but they also have the authority of the government and of all these entities to be able to take our information, to be able to take all that we're doing and use it against us. You mark my words, the day of censorship is going to increase because through the cloud or through the internet, all forms of Christian material can be monitored and eventually wiped out. There's been those 
who had their entire media wiped out, taken off of YouTube. Don't put your eggs in one basket. Don't use YouTube as just a way to put up all your sermons and all your messages because one day it just takes one, one delete and everything has disappeared. Back it up. Back it up. That's why we have to make our own networks. Oh, you say you're paranoid. That's never going to happen. <laughs> you mark my words. You mark my words. It's going to happen. And what you're not going to be prepared when it takes place. Why? Because you think it's that's a crazy person talking. None of that's going to happen. We live in America. We're not going to lose our freedom. And because of us taking it for granted, and because we have not caught on to the Lord, things will shift in 2024. This is why I'm doing the Watchman Report, because this part of the, vo the VOR is about raising up revivalists to reform the world. We are preaching the gospel of the kingdom to the ends of the world, raising up messengers, raising up Watchman journalists, awakening of prophetic people. We are a preparation ministry for the last days. But I'm going to start bringing this through our newscast called the VOR Watchman Report. It's a no-holds, uncensored commentary, prophetic word, news, watchman journalism, bringing you the news as it happens and takes place. It is going to be powerful because it's not just about reaching the church. It's about reaching the loss. People are interested and curious about the end times. What they need to know, how the end times is in scripture and how it relates to what's coming. God knows the end from the beginning and he is not one to keep us in the dark. That is why they had the Holy Spirit. It was in John chapter 16, 13, that he is the revealer of the things to come. You want to know what's happening? Listen to what the Holy Spirit is saying. He's going to tell you. He's going to tell you because the news, here's the thing about the news. The news is all about information. They're going to inform you, but there's no solutions. It's there to make you angry, there to get you fearful and panic and stressed out. But God has not given us the spirit of fear, but power, love, and the sound mind. And he's bringing these watchmen journalists to start bringing the prophetic word of God that lines up with scripture, that lines up with the news of our day, so that we can be not only informed, but have a plan of action. That's why this censorship is coming. And you must preserve and put the word of God in your heart. Memorize the scriptures. Put the scriptures in your heart. They can't take it from you. They may be able to take away our books. They may be able to take away our audios and all of this stuff because it's going to go on the black market, but they can't take the word of God that is in us. Many of us are going to have to stand strong. We're going to be tested for our faith. You want to keep listening to the VOR. You're going to get the truth and nothing but the truth. And I'm telling you, the truth is stranger than fiction. The truth is not easy to digest, but when you hear it, it should bring conviction and it should bring you to make a decision. So put the word of God in your heart. I'm talking to those who, who are in ministry, preserve your things on physical objects and write it down. Put it all in writing. That's what we're going to do here. We're going to put everything in writing so that we can take the, the message into different languages around the world. Don't get stuck in one thing. We got to take the gospel of the kingdom to the ends of the earth. I'm not backing off. And I just finished watching a film 
during Christmas that I saw years ago that really wrecked me. It was called Peter and Paul, a powerful TV movie made back in 1981. And as I saw it, it brought conviction of what these early believers went through to preach the gospel and how much they were hated and persecuted and even killed for their belief in Christ Jesus. Paul says in Acts, he never shun away from what? Preaching the gospel of the kingdom. Let's go there. Acts chapter 20. Look what it says in verse 25. Acts chapter 20, verse 25. This is the apostle Paul speaking. And indeed now, I know that you all among whom I have gone preaching the kingdom of God will see my face no more. Therefore, I testify to you this day that I'm an innocent man of the blood of all men. For I have not shunned to declare to you the whole counsel of God. Therefore, take heed to yourselves and to all the flock among which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers to shepherd the church of God, which he purchased with his own blood. For I know this, that after my departure, savage wolves will come among you, not sparing the flock. And also from among yourselves, men will rise up, speaking perverse things to draw away the disciples after themselves. Therefore, watch and remember that for three years, I did not cease to warn you every night and day with tears. He never stopped preaching the counsel, the full counsel of God. He never stopped preaching the gospel of the kingdom. If you look at the life of Paul, the apostle Paul, this man was on a mission. He was a man of action. He let God's time, the kairos of God, invade his time, and there was an urgency. The time that he had left, he spent taking the gospel. What the Lord commissioned him to do, he fulfilled. He was like a madman. This guy would not stop. And that's why you need to get into the book of Acts. You need to understand that we need to have this urgency right now and speak no matter what. That word shun means neither avoided declaring. He didn't shrink back or make an excuse. He spoke what the Lord and the Holy Spirit told him to say. What really angered me was that how much opposition came from their own. The Jews were always arguing and debating against non-Jews who wanted to be believers in Christ. But Paul, as much as he wanted, could not persuade them to accept the Gentiles fully. Yet the Lord used Paul to reach the unknown world. The known world was reached because this man was called to the Gentiles. And thank God, because as a Gentile, we were given that opportunity to bring us into the family. Come on. Aren't you grateful for that? You see, Peter also stood strong despite opposition. And as Paul gave their lives for the gospel, I wept there in this film. You need to grab it. If you can't find it on the internet, find it on DVD. Peter and Paul, 1981. It has uh, Anthony Hopkins as the apostle Paul. It is powerful. And I'm telling you, it will put a, a boldness in you like you never had before. Another, another movie is the book of Acts, word for word. Get that movie, the book of Acts. And another one is uh, AD, not the new, oh, new AD, the old AD that came out in 1980, I believe, 1981. It, it, it's a whole 
uh, epic drama about the early Christians. It is powerful. I wept as I found these, and I convinced that our modern gospel has made us weak, fearful, hiding, and isolated from spreading the gospel. Instead, we become a spineless church that is afraid of confrontation. We preach from behind our computers, our microphones, streaming, and not willing to go to the lost and preach the gospel that has stood the test of time. And I sense that we're going to see the days of the early church return when persecution moved the church from a mission to a movement where kings, rulers, providences, cities, nations, and continents were reached. And there was no social media. There was no YouTube, no TVs and radios. They traveled by foot, by land, by sea to reach the entire world. And not only that, they wrote until this day, these writings have reached more than anyone in their lifetime. The letters of the epistles were e are even touching lives 2,000 years after their death and the truth prevails. Paul was told by the Lord how much he would suffer for his namesake. Are we exempt? Have we become those who believe they're chosen and don't have to stand for their faith? Mark my words that I share with you today. This is the word of the Lord. There is coming a major shaking that will awaken the complacent and slumbering church. We have fallen asleep while so many are perishing from withholding the gospel back. And I see a return back to the book of Acts as if we are returning full circle to where the church was tested and had to leave its comfort zone to spread the good news. And I'm convinced that we have made the gospel palatable and so easy that it's made us lazy and slothful believers who will not speak up for their faith. Instead, they have gathered leaders that feed their ego, their, their flesh, their complacency, and it's become normal living. Yet, hallelujah, <laughs> I like that, yet, there is a new movement that is returning. The movement that turned the world upside down and a wave of persecution is coming to the Western culture. Like in the days of Rome, when they persecuted and martyred anyone who opposed the empire. We've had days of peace that we have taken for granted. Now comes the day of great testing. There is no exemption because judgment begins in the house of the Lord. First Peter chapter four, verse 17. I think we need to go back and examine what caused the early church to reach the entire world. What gave them the boldness, the drive, the passion to keep going despite opposition and adversity? Are we built for adversity? Are you strong enough to stand real persecution when it comes our way? We must speak no matter what. Preach the gospel. Make disciples. Spread the word of God and let it transform and penetrate the darkness. We are surrounded by darkness, but I'm telling you, we must speak no matter what. That is the word for today. Speak no matter what. Let me pray as we close this broadcast. Like I gave you at the beginning, I gave you all these references. We didn't get a chance to go over them, but why don't you go and do your due diligence? I'm doing mine. Why don't you go and read it? Jeremiah 26, verse 1 through 3. Matthew chapter 5, verse 10 through 12. 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 2. Acts chapter 4, verse 18. Jeremiah chapter 1, verses 7 through 8. Luke chapter 21, 12 through 15. That are, that's just some of them. 
there are hundreds of scriptures. My friends, my desire this year is that you will have urgency in your spirit. Take action. Stop procrastinating. Stop wasting time. Time is not standing still for anybody. It's moving. It's, it, it's, it's advancing. And what we must do for the Lord, we must do it now. Don't take it for granted. Don't take your time for granted. It's time for you to put and make use of the time you have. We're coming up with another program called The Wake Up Call. That's our next program that's on this year. The Wake Up Call is coming. And I want you to understand, you must speak no matter what. I pray that this message has touched you. And I pray that it's bring conviction to you right now. Let's pray. Father God, I thank you for the opportunity to share this convicting word, Father. This word is even convicting me as I speak it, Lord. Let me be strong, Father, to be able to stand and speak no matter what. Let me not be a coward. Let me not back off, Father, when adversity comes my way. I don't want to be one who preaches behind a microphone or because of my a radio show. Lord, it doesn't make me special. Lord, I want to be one who's out there preaching the gospel to everyone that I see, Father. Let us get this connections back, Lord. I believe that we need to build relationships again and bring that message and speak no matter what. Lord, I feel your presence, your Holy Spirit on this program. And I pray that many will be touched. If one gets touched, Father, it is worth it all. Because you said that the angels rejoice when one sinner comes to the Lord in repentance, Lord. I thank you, Lord. Someone is listening right now that is far from God. You just came and picked up this program. You saw it on, you saw it, and you said, I don't know what this is about, but I want, I want to hear it. And the Lord is touching you right now and saying, the Holy Spirit is coming upon you to be bold, to speak the truth no matter what. I declare right now that the boldness of the Holy Spirit is coming upon you. This is what made those apostles and the disciples bold witnesses for Christ. They was because of the power of the Spirit of God that was in them, that caused them to endure that persecution, endure hard times. Oh, I thank you, Father God, that many are coming to you this year. I declare that people that are far from you are coming. I declare that families, I declare that loved ones, I declare that co-workers, I declare that people from the community and the schools are going to receive a great call to the Lord this year. Because we will not back down from the truth and we will continue to speak no matter what. In the precious name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to the VOR radio show. We are here back again with brand new programs for 2024. I'm telling you, we're coming out with a lot of content because you need to hear what the Lord is saying. And we're also believing that the Lord is going to bring new voices of revival to this platform. You get ready because you're going to hear some voices that the Lord is calling new voices of revival, men, women, even young people that the Lord is going to use, not only in English, but in Spanish. And we're believing that the Lord is going to bring voices of revival from the nations in different languages, because this is what this network was about, to build a platform, to raise up voices of revival, to bring truth to this generation. We also have these the great news that you can continue to keep hearing us. We want to thank 
I call you blessed network, Pastor Hector Soto, for giving us the opportunity to come on here every Thursday and Sunday on his radio network. I call you blessed. If you want to hear a powerful radio station that is preaching the gospel through music and the word, then listen to I Call You Bless. To find out more, go to icallyoubless.com. 24 hours, seven days, streaming word and music. Plus, you can hear this program through our website, thevor.net. Pick us up on any type of streaming platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio. There's so many places that we are available, but the VORnet is our main place. Plus, we do have our social media. You can connect with us at thevor.net. It's time to wake up. This is Isaac with the VOR Radio Show saying, will you be a voice of revival for your generation? Time to speak no matter what. God bless you. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Voice of Revival Radio. To find out more about this ministry, visit us online at thevor.net.